The presenting sponsor of Moon Tower Soccer is FVF Law. To find out what makes FVF a different kind of injury law firm, you can visit fef.law. Friends and welcome to Swoon Tower Soccer. I am your host, Mike Craniola. And I'm Stephanie Craniola. And we are here to talk again about the boys. And we are so excited this week. We're gonna try to temper that a little bit. Keep it <laughs> keep it tight and clear to our, our outline here. Yeah, we're gonna try. Uh including the fact that I added an intro banter section here <laughs> uh to our to our show notes just to make sure that we keep the intro banter in the intro and only in the intro. So yeah, today we're going to talk about three, count them, one, two, three, match scots of the matches. We're going to talk about our last home match of the season against Colorado. We're going to talk about our first playoff match of the season against RSL. Swoon Tower Sally ratings, fit checks, social media standouts, uh, some listener birthdays, and of course, as always, the man of my jersey. Who do you think it's going to be this week, Mike? I don't know. How are you going to combine Ruben, Felipe, <laughs> Julio, uh, Rodney Redis? Like, <laughs> how are you going to put them all together? Seba. You know, we'll see. It's going to be Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> and the monster is a beautiful monolith of an Austin FC player. Oh, boy. I'm uh, going to take Ruben's. No, we just save it. <laughs> <laughs> we got to stay on track. We said we were going to do that. You're right. All right, let's dive right in. Yeah. Uh, so the first things that we want to talk about, as always, are the pups. Uh, I think it's important that we kind of take a look back. Since Colorado was the last match of the season, you know, uh, maybe it's time that we we revisit some of the some of the mascots of the match. And uh, we had, after interviewing uh, Colorado's mascot of the match, Sadie. Mm-hmm. We had interviewed 18 dogs. Gosh. Right? Really? A whole season of dogs. Wow. 18 of them. And of those 18, 11 have been adopted. Wow. So uh, this comes to us from Susie over at APA, that regular season mascots of the match. We are looking at uh, all of the ones from last season and 11 out of 18 from this season that have been adopted. That's wild. It's just such a cool um, like program. Yeah. And it's so neat to see these dogs getting into their forever homes. I, man, I feel like last season, the dogs weren't getting adopted at this rapid of a rate. Yeah, I don't know. And I, you know what didn't exist last season? What's that? This podcast. You're right. Those uh, dog interviews. <laughs> and I'm not saying, I'm not doing the whole Nick Cage movies drowning in a swimming pool thing. But I would like to think that we have a little bit of a, a signal boost for these pups. Honestly, I hope so. Uh, I hope our listeners are, you know, uh, considering the dogs when, when we do these interviews and hearing how good their personalities <laughs> are and how cute they are. Uh, I do wonder if that 11 counts the two times that Charles Dickens was adopted. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Uh, if you're listening to this, Susie, let us know. Uh, I am curious about the numbers and the reporting here, but that's my analytical side. Uh, 
I guess we, you know what? Let's uh, get back into our cute let's side. Let's talk about Sadie. Yeah. Sadie is like real life slinky dog with meat and <laughs> fur. <laughs> oh my gosh. She's so cute. She's also a news star. We were so lucky. Uh, we got to meet Vic from Spectrum One News, and he was following Sadie around and got a lot of cool shots of her. She did an interview with him, too, apparently. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Uh, it was very cute. We are also on that news segment. Yeah, not, we you are. Know, not to toot Woo-hoo. our own horns, but uh, beep, beep. <laughs> uh, it was pretty fun. It was super cool. We were so fortunate uh, to get to meet Sadie and Vic at the same time. And oh, my gosh, y'all. What a snuggler. Let's hear from her herself, which <gasps> this interview is featuring our two special guest stars, my parents, Mama and Dad Krugs. Okay, Sadie, we've got some questions for you. Are you ready? Okay, first off, my mom's going to ask you a question, all right? Sadie? Sadie? Bacon or cheese? <gasps> Good answer. She's a vegetarian. All right, Dad, what do you got for Sadie? Sadie, how can I be better at playing soccer? (gasps) Use all my four legs? (laughs) I don't have four legs. Oh, no. no. All right, Sadie, I want to know which team do you want to clinch that seventh place spot so we can face them first in the playoffs? That's a good answer. That's the one I would have picked, too. Yeah, same. All right, Mike, bring us home. Yeah, Sadie, I want to know, the pressure must have been huge. You're the decision day match, Scott. What did you do to prepare? Wow. Good answer. All right, Sadie, can you give us Alistos Verde? Thank you so much. Oh, she's so cute. God, what an angel. Yeah, I really loved getting to pet that cute dog. Oh my gosh, she's so long. Yes. So long. So, so if long. you have like a long couch <laughs> or like a station wagon. <laughs> I, just, I would love to see that dog in a station wagon, honestly. All right, I'm doing it. I'm trading in the Fiesta for a station wagon. And we're uh, adopting Sadie? Yep. Too uh, late. Oh, you're right. Sadie's been adopted. Uh, please, Sadie's owner, please send us a photo <laughs> of her in her new station wagon. Yeah. We would just love to see it. Yeah. Um, speaking of cute dogs, we're just going to we're gonna barrel on through them. We're just going to do the second one right now? Oh, sorry. I give Sadie um, a, thousand, a thousand slinkies out of one. Oh, yeah. I give her uh, one foot long hot dog. <laughs> Out of a regular hot dog. Out of a regular $1 (laughs) hot dog night at the AAA Stadium. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) So, yeah, let's go back into some pups that got a lot of attention at the first playoff match. Listo and Verde. These little, they were like little polar bears. Oh, my gosh. They were so cute. Uh, The number of people who have like reached out to be like, hey, um, I saw you in the newspaper. Yeah. Did you adopt these dogs? Did you adopt these dogs? (laughs) And we had to like regretfully say no, uh, they are up for adoption. But now we can't say that. Right. Because they've also been adopted. Our first ever playoff dogs have been adopted, but we still had to ask them the important questions. And so let's get to that. Yeah. Okay, we are here with Verde and Listo, and we are so excited to ask them some questions. Mike, do you want to go first? Yeah, uh, so this is this question is for both of you. 
I just want to know, what do you think of Coach Wolf's beard? Oh, good answer. Good answer. Okay, so Lise, Berto, we've got some iconic duos on our team. We've got Gite and Romagna. We've got Mike and Adrian. We've got me and Rodney Redes. What is your favorite iconic pair on our team? Good answer. They're my favorite, too. All right. I might be getting a little ahead of myself, but I want to know, if we win the MLS Cup, what snacks are you going to eat out of it in celebration? <laughs> oh, great answer. I can't wait. All right, one more. you got to settle the, the biggest debate in Austin FC. Which one of you comes first, Listo or Verde? Well, I hope that settles the debate for you all. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was really, I couldn't believe it, honestly. <laughs> shocked. <laughs> but we got the answer, finally. Uh, you're welcome, listeners. I know that was a top question for y'all. So. We're, doing, we're doing the tough work here. Um, and also, yeah. we got to hold those sweet dogs. I give them 700 billion cute points out, oh of, out of 10. Uh, I, there's nothing else. Like, I have no little polar bear tummies, little, little Coca-Colas. Yeah, little, honestly, like... Ooh, so cute. Yeah. Uh, APA has a bunch of puppies and a bunch of dogs and... Uh, also cats. Also cats. Don't ask us to interview cats next season, though. We're both very allergic. Yeah. Also, so... I, don't, I don't think uh, cats would be a big fan of the game day experience <laughs> no. at Q2. Can you just imagine? <laughs> They'd be like, ah! I know that wasn't good audio, but yeah, like if, sorry, you, if you were in our house right now, you would have seen me do like the cat scratching down the wall thing. So yeah, it was a pretty good cat it. impression. Thank you. Thank you so much. I do love cats. Practical cats. Pragmatical stop. cats. Nope. Stop. Oratorical so cats. So I just wanted to bring up uh, Colorado now. Uh, Colorado and cats. How... Um, how did you like Colorado? Oh, gosh. Um, so here's the thing. The two matches that we're going to talk about today uh, kind of really um, is a real, is a real like it says on the, the thing, like my dad said to me, welcome to sports uh, vibes, because, <laughs> man, I hated it. When something is wrong, I feel like I have to fix it. Like the refing in that match was so bad and, and just flat out wrong. Like it was, it was wrong. They made wrong calls. They were wrong. And when things are wrong, my personality kicks into, how do I fix this? Who can I write a strongly worded letter to? Who can, how can I make this better? So uh, Stephanie will be going out for her refereeing badges in the off season. She's very excited. I just really need things to be like fair. <laughs> And I really struggled with Colorado. I really, really struggled. And I know this is like a comedy podcast and maybe we'll get fined for calling out pro referees. We can't get fined. We don't make <laughs> don't any money. Don't say that too loud. We don't make any money. I did. And I, I, they don't know that. <laughs> well, they do now. But I just like really was upset about it and I really wanted to fix it and I couldn't. And that made me sad. Uh, my favorite part was how like your dad was like, 
Now do you understand why I scream into the ground? Like My like sports memories of my dad are him like on his hands and knees, nose to the television and like <laughs> pounding the ground when the New England Patriots did not do something good. And I'm like, now I get it. Yeah, uh, it honestly changed Steph's life. Uh, <laughs> this past weekend it definitely or changed like my weekend. my view of my dad because i was always like wow like he hears a little too much like maybe he should care less about football and now i'm like i care that much about football but like the better kind <laughs> <laughs> uh my favorite thing about this match was taking your parents to a game yeah finally yeah uh we took steph's parents to maybe the first or second watch party I think it was the second for Austin FC's inaugural season down at Luster Pearl South and La Morga was playing and her parents were like all in mm -hmm. after that. Yeah. They were obsessed. They took the lyric sheets home. We got her dad a, a membership to one of the supporters groups yeah. for his birthday. Uh, every year he gets a scarf in the mail now. He's so excited. Uh, and he, I mean just like me, grew up in New England as a traditional sports, a traditional American sports fan, mm -hmm. you know, baseball, basketball, football, hockey. Those were the sports we cared about. And to watch this man, a retiree, become obsessed with soccer and text us all the time has been one of the coolest things about this journey for me. Yeah, for me too. I mean, can I never thought that I would connect with my dad on sports because I will not watch basketball. I'm sorry. And it's just so fun and so cool uh, to have them sitting next to us in the stadium where we spend so much time and connect with so many people. And then the best part, my favorite part is like in New England, if you're wearing a sports shirt, it's because you like that sport and you watch that sport and you are an engaged member of that fan base. Um, we went to Batch on Monday morning and there was a guy there, just some rando wearing an Austin FC t-shirt. And my dad goes up to him. He's like, oh, how about those bum ref calls, huh? And the guy goes, oh, did we play yesterday? <laughs> he and so, was just, but he had to first like, like the guy was so confused, like didn't realize he was wearing an Austin FC t-shirt. And then, yeah, eventually was like, oh, we, oh, we played. Yeah. And so it just was like so fun to see <laughs> that like the... The club has like a Austin cultural uh -huh. cachet almost around town, even to people who aren't necessarily sports fans. Right. Uh, I thought that was really interesting. And, <laughs> and how mad it made my dad. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's something that would never happen don't in New England. That, don't wear that t-shirt if you're not going to know what's happening. Yeah, it, it reminded me. It's funny, like, watching your dad be, like, a gatekeeper soccer <laughs> fan, right? Like, if you can't name the starting lineup, why do you even, like... No, I don't think he's like that. I, know, I think I he know. just wants, like, he just wants to have conversations with people. Like, he wants people to... Talk to him about it because he's about excited soccer. about soccer. Yeah. Right. And God, it's the best. It's so cool seeing him become a fan. Yeah. Uh, that was it was really great. And um, your mom. And my mom. I've never seen my mom engaged in sports, period. Like she would watch us skate. Um, she never had strong feelings. She was, I mean, I'm sure she did privately, but she was always like, Your dress looked amazing because she made them. Um, <laughs> you know, even if we were terrible. But like I would I looked over at her during the match and she was like focused yeah on the edge of her seat intensely focused and like mad when we you know when we didn't convert something she was like what oh, oh. i've never seen yeah. never seen her like that it was the oh it was so great so i was really happy for that uh we also have a note in here that says maxi vibes yeah um 
so listen, I know, and I know Adrian put up that tweet today that was like we had 38 shots and every single That's player. Rail. No, 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 I know. But like about Musa and Maxi, like in general. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, yeah, it <laughs> is purposeful, I promise. Um, so I know Adrian put up that tweet today that was like, oh, in the, in the RSL match, we had 38 shots and the two players, the only two players that didn't kick or try to score were Maxi and Musa. And so I know that there's some like, uh, about Maxi's like actual playing, right? But something that I noticed during the Colorado match is that there is nothing that compares to the vibes that Maxi brings to the pitch. There is something about him and the way that he controls the kind of emotional state of the players, the way that he amps them up in a totally different way from Felipe, because Felipe is also just vibes, right? <laughs> um, there's something so necessary about Maxi. And it's not obviously his goals. But it is his vibes and his presence. And I thought that was really, I really profoundly noticed that at the Colorado match. Yeah. Uh, the thing that jumps out to me whenever anyone talks about Maxi or Rudy is like, they like to focus on the goals, which makes sense because uh, Stryker's primary job is to score goals, right? Mm -hmm. But his work rate off the ball, and this is getting into like Moon Tower stuff. Yeah. Uh, so Make like, it sorry. Uh, but like his work rate off the ball and his defensive effort is just it's so much a part of what josh wants to do with the team mm -hmm. and the team buys into that work when he's doing it and so uh the vibes are immaculate mm -hmm. with maxi yeah and i just thought it was interesting to point out <laughs> yeah all right uh, on to some different vibes oh yeah so this Colorado match saw a little bit of a different starting lineup mm -hmm. uh, we got to see johan valencia with the start on the uh on the team sheet there and everyone was pretty happy about it, it except it, one person except danny yeah uh danny Pereira, obviously uh playing in the same role as johan valencia certainly wanted to be out there in his warm-up space he was like le like leaning back against the boards and and like just like so mad he was pretty frustrated but and like but at least we had Johan Romagna over there with him because Ugh. I have never seen someone so happy just to be there, just, just to, to be, be doing his little jump kicks, just to be doing his little bum stretches. Like, Ugh, I've never so seen fun. someone so happy to stretch his groin as <laughs> Johan Romagna. Like... I was going to say, do you think that man smiles like that going to the dentist? But clearly he does yes. because he always like that must be the greatest trip of the day for yeah. him. Like he goes into the dentist. The dentist is like, oh, my God, you're perfect. And then like <laughs> he leaves. Right. Like there's no work to be done. Oh, he's just smiling, smiling, doing his little jogs. Yeah. Uh, you could like. I feel like Johan Romagna is the kind of guy that like you get into a fender bender with him and he like steps out and he's smiling, yeah. you know, and you're like, oh, it's not going to be so bad. Uh, yeah. But for Danny, especially like Romagna just like kept putting his arm around his shoulder, kept like as soon when they called, I don't know which sub it was that they called on that also wasn't Danny. He just did this like little look back and smile at Danny, like knowing it would make him mad. Yeah. And just, oh, God, the cute little, 
like dad. It was like dad. a smirk. Yeah. It was a little like uh, poop housery amongst <laughs> teammates. You know what I yeah. mean? Like it was just like. Whispering well, in his ear, but also genuinely like seeming to genuinely comfort and. Yeah. Boost him up. Yeah. It was like the first move is, hey. Uh, was that your they, name? Did though? they mispronounce? Like they must have <laughs> mispronounced your name, right? They must have like. Uh, you know, they held up the wrong number of fingers when they wanted you, right? Like, is that <laughs> right. that's what happened, right? right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was really sweet, and just some of the fun that we get to see uh, in our section with that warm up. Yeah, so that was a really good, really good moment of that. And I think that sub may have been Felipe. Yeah, it may have been because my next note here is Felipe and Rigoni celebrating Rigoni drawing his yellow card. Uh, so at one point in the second half, there is a pretty hard foul uh, on the sideline. Uh, and I can't remember if it was Felipe or Rigoni who got the foul, mm-hmm. but one of them takes a hit and goes down and like really makes a meal of it. Yeah. But the ref runs over right away and gives a yellow card to the to the Colorado player. As soon as the ref turns his back, Rigoni and Felipe are high-fiving each other. Like, yeah, you got him, messed him up, let's go. And it was just so clear that, like, I think Rigoni's going to be spicy. Like, I, I, I will get to that in our next little <laughs> set of notes. Match. I've got a note about it. Yeah. You want to um, get into RSL? Yeah, because, like, the end of that Colorado match is pretty... Uh, yeah, we've already talked about it. I mean, it is the loudest I've mm-hmm. ever seen uh q2 be not positive yes uh and yes. honestly like i would put it up against moose's third goal um yeah, yeah. in volume yeah uh, when the refs walked off the field and everyone booed them yeah it was like it was a moment that i wanted to boo i still didn't because i still couldn't bring myself to but i wanted to it felt pretty good yeah you should try it no i won't maybe this weekend i really hate dallas but like I don't know. I don't know. It just is so. Oh God! It's a. Let's talk about RSL. Okay. So before the match, I have to own that. Um, I think Phil. I think it was Phil that we were talking to. Um, Phil West of the Striker News. And and I Westward said, Ho podcast. <laughs> and I said, I would love for this to go to penalty kicks because, like, I really love penalty kicks, and it was something that we talked about when we were on Westward Ho and we were talking about the MLS Skills Challenge, like. If if soccer was just penalty kicks and skills drills, I would like Ugh. be over the moon about it. Love it. I love, 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 no. love it. Um, what about now? Mm, what about now, Steph? I would just like to go on record saying like I take that back. <laughs> Why is that? Uh, because I'm pretty sure I, I had like, I thought I was going to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you fell down after, I was so dizzy. <laughs> I was so lightheaded and dizzy and i did you know one of those you know how like when you stand up a little too fast and everything browns out and like yeah yeah that but i had been standing like it just was bad yeah when i had to like help support you i was like oh maybe penalty kicks weren't what you wanted huh i have like really high heart rate and really low blood pressure which is horrible in situations like this when it's also hot and i'm probably dehydrated um what a game though. Uh, yeah. Listen, I know uh I know the the Moon Tower folks did a, an incredible wrap up, so like make sure to check out yes. their like recap of the match. Yep. I will say that from an outside perspective, 
Um, I can get why the internet is all like, yeah, Austin should have put that team away forever ago. But, but this is RSL's whole thing is playing in a low block, forcing you to make a mistake. And the thing that we didn't do is cough up the ball in a dangerous position, Mm -hmm. especially once we went down. Yeah. So, uh, also it eventually worked. Yep. Um, yep. As always, the Austin FC media team put out oh, just banger. an absolute banger of a, when they, of a recap video. When they, it was the muffled, even louder when we're down, right behind, the, right before Seba score. Like it just, it's, it's so chills. cinematic and na- like the narrative that they have pulled. To, oh God, it's so good. They're so good at this. Yeah. Um, and it's perfect and you should all watch it, uh, follow the social media team on (laughs) everywhere. Yeah. So I talked a little bit about maxi vibes for the last match. You want to talk a little bit about Felipe vibes for this. Of course. Uh, one of the things that I love most about Felipe is his poop housing. (laughs) Uh, He just doesn't quit. Uh, the thing that I like about it is like, there was a time when Felipe was like really good in this league. Yeah. And so not only was he a poop houser, he was also <laughs> unbelievable, right? And so like he would do things that were like, oh, that's a really good player out there. Also, why is he such a bad guy? <laughs> he's such a bad guy. I love and him so much. <laughs> right now, he's just a bad guy sometimes. And like he's, I mean, he's obviously still playing at an MLS level. Like he, he's showing up. And so like there's that to it. Mm-hmm. But like, man. People hate it when he's in there. Yeah, uh, enemy fans, other mm-hmm. people that like are neutrals. Nobody likes him, which makes me love him so much more. Yeah, same. Uh, I have always been a heel guy mm-hmm. in wrestling. Uh, he very much reminds me of like a Shawn Michaels type. <laughs> uh, you know, a lot of crowd work for the home fans who love him. Yeah. A lot of crowd work for the away fans who hate them. Yeah, no, it's great. And I said to you in the middle of the match, I was like, you know, I don't know if this is a match where we need Felipe because I was nervous because Alex Ring couldn't keep his hands to himself. That's true. And I was nervous with Felipe coming in with how close to to card suspensions we are you know like yeah and instead he used his powers against the referee yes yes and it was awesome it was awesome to see him channel the focus from like okay i could be poop house and the 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 opponent or i could ask the referee every single time i touch the ball and i'm dispossessed hey was that a handball i'm pretty <laughs> sure that was a handball god i love it so have much. you considered giving a card to that guy for a handball. <laughs> like, and hey, you know what? We got a handball call. <laughs> I'm not saying it's because of Felipe. Yeah, this isn't a Nick Cage and swimming pool thing. But I am saying Felipe was doing it and we got a handball call. Yeah. All right. Here's my next note. Yeah. I like the end of that note. <laughs> so read the whole note verbatim. Okay. I like Ragoni LOL. Thank you. <laughs> I do. I do. And like, I understand that I am not as in tune with the intricacies of the actual football of it. Right. Like, I'm sure there are reasons why people still are mad at him not performing well or whatever. But I really like him. And I think next year he's going to be a star. I really I really think that he's got a little bit of spice 
in yeah. him. And I think that he's supremely talented in a way that he just hasn't figured out his place in the system yet. Yeah, I think that's super fair. I think the things that he's doing right right now mm-hmm. uh, are all the like the little things that Josh is going to really appreciate. You know, yep. uh, he's playing super hard defense. He's running really hard. He's trying really hard. He, he's really tall. He's super tall, which we need. Yeah. Um, also, when he took his penalty kick and he lined up directly behind the ball, like he's always talking about, uh, and Landon covered this also uh, this week on Moon Tower, that like he's always talking about being uh, ambifoosterous. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what that term is. Ambidextrous for it. feet. Nailed you, it. You nailed it. Uh, and so to see him like run up to the ball and then like, I wasn't sure what foot he was going to kick it with. And clearly neither was Zach McMath from RSL, uh, because that ball goes in right down the middle. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. that's, Ooh. that's that. Mm, gosh. Oh, yum, yum, yum. I like Rigoni. LOL. <laughs> Soon tower <laughs> Sally ratings. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. So I don't. I don't remember a celebration in the Colorado match. Uh, I know I know we got a goal. I do not remember the Sally. I don't either. But let's um, talk about the important ones. Yes. Can we please talk about the RSL first playoff game in Austin FC history? We get two goals. Yep. Both from our MVP. Yep. And the first one, he gives us a little jump a little and then jump immediately the ball mm-hmm. back into the middle, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Eight out of 10, perfect, appropriate. Yep, solid. Solid fundamentals Mm -hmm. of celebration there. And then the second one is the PK. Uh, Pretty muted celebration, Mm -hmm. honestly. Mm -hmm. Uh, The little wheel away, not a big big show of it. Totally fine. And then we go to PKs. Yeah. And I want to cry just thinking about it. Yeah, how every single kicker went directly to Brad. Yep. Yep. I have never seen that before. I've been watching a decent amount of soccer. Uh, I've been watching for a while now. I have never seen every single player on a team immediately after their PK. Confirmed that Mike has tears in his eyes. Uh, go immediately to the goalkeeper to give them a hug and like pump them up and celebrate them like that. Yeah. Uh, oh, our team is so special. They are. I mean, speaking of tears, if you watch that video on just the Austin FC socials. You can see Diego's got tears in his eyes. You can see when Brad stands there, tears in his eyes, hands out to the supporter section, and then just perfectly turns around when the whole team is on him. Yeah. Uh, There's a really great breakdown of the game-winning celebration (laughs) by Kevin Morris at Soccer Alt on Twitter. Uh, it, It, like, it's... It's perfectly timed. Uh, to quote Kevin, that is elite celebration choreography, and it can't just be taught. A hundred out of ten. Oh my gosh, Th- this gets a ten out of ten Yo! for me. This is it. This is it. Yeah. Uh, also, I love the crowd surf like uh, dog pile <laughs> that Maxi does. That Maxi and Johan do. Yeah. I especially love that Johan Valencia does it because he's so little. Yeah. Uh, so like that's way higher to get up than it is for Maxi. You know. Uh, is this the one where Maxi oh. is wearing Rodney's shorts? Yes. I love it. Ten out of ten. <laughs> ten out of ten celebration. No. 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 Eleven. 
I see what out you did 10. there. Hey, thank you. Um, some more things from the big celebration, just kind of going through uh, the whole end of the day. Um, talking about, I'm going to talk about the kids a little bit more later, but having all the kids running out there, having every time, every you know, just yeah, gets me every time. But having everyone snuggled with their kids, and then looking over and seeing freaking <laughs> <laughs> Johan Romagna holding Musa Jite, pulling him to the ground and clapping his hands for him. Oh, to... So cute. Oh, God. So. And then the two of them swinging Brad around. like We oh. need a name for them, right? Like they need to be Jemanya or Jatanya or like yo Husa. like they they need like a you know they need a name uh i don't know what it is yeah help us out listeners yeah they need a name they, do they are the best names. of best friends yeah um did you see i don't know if everybody on here that is listening to us follows the handsome boys football modeling club mm-hmm. on instagram but they should be mm-hmm. uh the other day there was a story posted by them of this yeah. picture of Musa and Romagna uh, snuggling, they commented, you know, is there a better, there is no better, is there a, they commented, is there a better friendship than Musa Jite and Johan Romagna? Romagna re- reshared that and just wrote, no, no, <laughs> there is not. So good. It's so cute. It's so pure. It's so pure. I don't want them going anywhere ever. No, um, no, never. So, yeah, that's the selling rankings. This, this million out of ten. Yes. All right. My first ten, <laughs> and it feels really good. Good. Um, we're gonna get to to our fit checks here, and I'm just gonna start off right away with not a ten out of ten. Wow. Uh, so we got some really nice like glamour shots of, yeah. of our boys, like they're real like. Like dramatic photos. Yeah, the lighting is so like Hollywood. Yeah, it's just super cool guy photos. Uh, a lot of sunglasses inside in these photos. There are. So I just want to start. I'll start with the negativity. And just go one more to the right. Oh, nope. geez. Just, okay. okay. The third picture in this set is Alex Ring. Y'all, he's worn this suit before. And I just. I don't, it's not for me. And that's okay. Like, not everything has to be for me. Some things can be, you know, for him. The thing I like about this suit is that Nothing. he looks conf- confident in it. Like no, he, he looks awkward. He looks like he's just standing there. He's yeah. like, zoom the zoom the camera out more than anyone else because I want you to get my sweet, Whole sweet suit. double breast in there. You're just being a bully. No, it's not bullying when it's like honest. When you tell your friends that they don't look good in something... <laughs> You know, like that they could do better. I want to talk about Seba's suit jacket okay, with he the looks zippers. Like a cool guy. We know he loves zippers and no, belts and I buckles. Know, but like... We know he loves accoutrement. I'm just saying, this is... He like, loves closures, fasteners. I want a zip-up blazer <laughs> so bad now. I didn't know this even existed. Yeah. I want one so bad. Do you think it's a three-in-one? Do you think it zips into something else? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Like it zips into another coat with tails? <laughs> you know what I mean? So. so like you could wear the coat with tails by itself. You yeah. could wear this thing by itself. Yeah. You could wear them together on a cold day. Um, you Speaking of a cold day. Yeah. 
I want to talk about Julio Cascante. Everyone's in their suits. Everyone's in their sunglasses. Everyone is looking all dolled up. Alex Ring has got 75 buttons on his tummy. (laughs) And then you get to... Julio's champion crew neck sweatshirt. I love it so much. And then his actor hat. His little orange beanie. Oh, I love... I I cast him in a movie... I would cast him in my heart. Honestly, he looks like he's going to like a an indie film yeah. premiere or something. He just looks so good and so happy. It's I love so this cool. photo. Danny looks so angry, but also great. Yeah. Uh, the thing I like about Danny's photo in this one is this is the exact face he was making <laughs> on the bench. Yeah. And this is as much of it as we saw because he refused to turn. Right. Uh, He's got profile. that bad guy yeah. half and half lighting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. So fun. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, you the- want to talk about not a player. I do. So uh, first off, I want to apologize because uh, I know that you're listening. Andy <laughs> Lochnane, the president of the club, uh, he asked me the first time I met him, don't bring me up on this show but then for the playoffs he's walking around in this super cool suit he's got this gray suit on he's wearing like a muted green t-shirt underneath it like a cool guy i think that look is like super cool Mm -hmm. the t-shirt with suit jacket look so does seba uh and he's got a bright verde uh like pocket square Mm -hmm. And it's the exact color of the uniforms. And it's so subtly, like, cleanly done. And then I look down and he's wearing these all black shoes. But the soles of these shoes are also bright verde. And they match. Mm -hmm. The pocket square to the bottom of the shoe matches. And, like, just this subtle stuff. Andy, what are those shoes? (laughs) That's what I want to know. Also, um, y'all... I know this is the fit check segment where we talk about the players being well dressed. Andy complimented my shoes. I was wearing my uh, my green Adidas uh, tobacco green <laughs> shoes uh, that I bought before the Sambas came out that I didn't know existed uh, because nobody had told me mm-hmm. that, hey, Austin's getting Sambas. Don't spend your money on these other shoes that look pretty cool. But I bought them anyway. And Andy said they were super cool. Hell yeah. So that's pretty neat. Uh, that's what I got for my fit check this week. Yeah. Um, I did want to bring it back. I know this note is out of order. Uh, we did, Mike did screen grabs on all of the walking in outfits. And I wanted to call out Musa Jite. Um, Mean Girl Musa in his <laughs> pink polo. I love to see it. Yeah. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. And also for our first playoff On game. playoffs, we wear pink. That's right. I love it. I love uh, it so much. The other thing from that first playoff match was Felipe's wife oh, yeah. just absolutely killing the outfit game. Yep. Like Felipe looked really cool in his like all black uh, dad at a barbecue shirt mm-hmm. thing. As usual. As usual. This time at least he brought his kids. So like it, it really <laughs> completes the whole outfit. But like. Yeah. She's in these bright pair day pants. It's so good. It's so good. She looks so amazing. Uh, we're so lucky. Yeah, what a are. cool team. Yeah. All right. 
Whew, we got to wrap this up. We got to tighten it up, Mike. Social media standouts. There's so much this week. Rifle through it. We got it. All right. Uh, first off, I wanted to give a massive shout out to Brad Stuver for finally getting the rec- recognition nationwide that he deserves. Yes. Uh, he was on my favorite MLS show, The Call Up, mm-hmm. with Susanna Collins and Jillian Sakovitz. And they talked a lot about his journey to get here, uh, his interactions with our MVP. It was really sweet and really cute. Such a cute interview. So so good. Like, they're so natural and warm and welcoming and cool. It feels like they've got a lot of Spoon Tower vibes. I also. wasn't going to say, like, their vibes or our vibes, but I feel like we vibe the same. Yeah. And, um, y'all, if you know Jillian or Susanna, uh, you should tell them that we want to hang out with them. Yeah, or even if you don't know them personally, but you do know their handles on Twitter. Yeah, sure, yeah, which is just their names, yeah. at Jillian Sakovitz and at Susanna Collins and at the MLS The Call Up. Yeah, I feel like you should just let them know that they would be great guests on our show. Yeah, or like great people to get a photo with so that we can put it in the studio forever. <laughs> Um, either way. Yeah, either way. You know, whatever. Uh, one of the best things about this is on their YouTube channel, which uh, you should absolutely watch it because it's a video interview with Brad and he's so cute and so fun, uh, is someone commented on it. And I don't even care if it's a real comment or like a troll comment. It says, proud to have been able to play high school ball with Brad. Fun fact. Our coach pretty much ruined his goalkeeper scholarship to Louisville, I think it was, because we needed a goal scorer. And Brad ended up being our top goal scorer that season. It was pretty legendary, to be honest. That's just the kind of guy Brad is, though. He'll do anything for his team, and he's a competitor. I'm glad he's finally getting the recognition he deserves. We are, too. Yeah, we are. And also, that means Brad could be our fifth penalty kick taker. I would. My soul would leave my body. I would literally die. Yes. Okay. Speaking of uh, great things. Yes. Uh, Next update here we have is a playoff beard update. Yep. It's coming along. Uh, <laughs> Josh, it's coming along, man. We got to make a deep run so that you get that full beard so that you can really be Austin. Yeah. Uh, I will say that there's a there's a rumor on the street that it's causing problems in people's homes. You know what? Not everyone loves a guy with a beard. Uh, I don't understand it. Me neither. Especially like if you have seen a, a taller blonde man with a great looking beard on the side vines uh that's ryan his wife says otherwise Uh (laughs) oh sorry (laughs) some things you do for sports that's right and some you do because they're cool like growing beards what have you got steph uh the kids it's just the kids the every time the players any any win lose draw they bring their kids out or their kids come out and it is just we haven't really talked about it on this show, but I was talking about it with my mom while Mike and my dad were down um, in the pits singing True Love. And it's so special for them to be out there to see what their dads are doing. Um, and it's not anything we've ever seen in sports before. And like, I mean, we used to go pretty regularly to Patriots games. We lived in between two New England Patriots and their kids were never at the games. Like they were just never there. And the games are as regular during the season as soccer is. And like, it's such a heartwarming thing to get to see. And I don't know if it's just this team and how special they are, or if it's pretty regular across MLS, but like watching these tiny little things, just, it doesn't matter if we won, lost or drew, like they're going to be so happy to get to run around and kick a ball with their dads regardless. 
It's so cute. It's, it's just, so sweet. Oh, it's so pure. And, and then the kids after RSL were having a little soccer match of their own. I'm pretty sure I spotted Alex Ring's kid. Uh, a real poop hauser. Just crushing the ball yeah, against she was, Felipe. She was uh, knocking them down. <laughs> knocking those boys to the ground. Loved it. Uh, also, speaking of kids, I think it like sometimes I forget this, uh, but I heard an interview with Diego on MLS Extra Time Radio this week. And the way... like. It sounded so sad when he said it. Uh, he was talking with Andrew Wiebe about his career and signing with Austin uh, just before our first season. Uh, and he was saying, yeah, you know, like a lot of people thought my career was over. Uh, and so like, it's been really good to sign with a team like this and like be able to show that like, no, I'm just getting started. Yeah. He was 25 when he signed with us. Yeah. Like, I graduated college at 25 and I was a moron (laughs) (laughs) and like, I'm only getting started now and that's, you know, 12 years later. And so, yeah, it's just so weird to think about like the, the guys that we like love so much also kind of kids. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great, that's a great perspective to have on it. And so oh, I know we say all the time the show's about the boys. Mm-hmm. It's it it's moments like that where I'm reminded that like yeah they are I mean boys. right yeah. they're they're young men right yeah it's just so cool to watch and so cool to see and so cool to remember sometimes yeah yeah all right you ready for some birthdays let's do it all right we're gonna rifle them off quick so first of all our moon tower dad Landon's birthday was the 18th. And, you know, Libra's born on October, I read, are dynamic, spirited, energetic. They refuse to sugarcoat their opinions to please others. Ambitious, um, maybe a little aggressive, but they wear it well. Um, they're self-starters who believe in taking control of their lives. And I'm, you know, it's not, I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that Landon's my favorite Moon Tower dad. <laughs> wow. I'm not saying he is. I'm just saying that his birthday buddy is Ruben. Wow. And Ruben is maybe my favorite. I'm not saying that for sure, but I'm just, (laughs) you know. I'm just saying I would run through a wall for Landon. (laughs) I think it's important uh, that like we we look up these birthdays and we use their actual date. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously we're not going to tell everybody everybody's birth date on the air. Cause that can be a little weird. Uh, but so this is a very specific one right. for Landon. Yeah. So everyone that sends in a birthday or that we celebrate a birthday, um, I look up the date cause you can be a different type of Libra. And I learned this for the first time this week. Yeah. Yeah. So, like I'm, you know, like I'm a, I'm a Leo through and through i'm not any of that cusp bs you know i am like a full full moon whatever the hell (laughs) but to that point uh we have another libra birthday from this week and their like description is totally different exactly so this is for bitia woo happy birthday um you are smart with a lot of potential to be even greater Attractive, sexy, graceful, occasionally can even be cynical. Your emotions run high and you can be a powerful force that's hard to handle. And so I want everyone uh, on the count of three to say in your car, in your headphones, <laughs> in the office, wherever you're listening to this, on the count of three, say the player that I know you're thinking of and then we'll tell you whether you're right or wrong. One, One two, two three. three. 
Yeah, yeah it's it's yeah. Felipe. You're right. It's Felipe. <laughs> Uh, so thank you so much to uh, both Landon and Bithya for having birthdays uh, <laughs> and if your birthday is coming up let us know so that we can assign you a an Austin FC player horoscope thing yeah horoscope buddy <laughs> whatever this is whatever this segment is I don't know I don't know what this segment is but it's one of my favorites help us name it <laughs> alright let's wrap it up yes the man uh, of my jersey the only thing left on the page man yes. of your jersey it's not Ruben what he's the man of my heart you know always um okay. but the man of my jersey this week is king bradley stuber yes he just i really loved getting to like you just mentioned getting to see him get that recognition and national attention and he's just so good period he is good and he is great yeah uh love seeing it happen so excited uh just Cannot wait for them to build the statue of him out front. You know what I mean? Like this, this pose that he's doing at the like at the end of the match when he's looking up at the supporter section and he like just his hands like way wide. That's the that's the one. That's the pose on the statue out front of the zebra gate. Yeah. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. And uh, let's beat Dallas, Frisco. North Texas. Please. Wherever they're from. <laughs> hey, y'all. Mike here. Doing the post-processing on this week's episode, we noticed that Steph called those poor sweet puppies Liste and Berdo, and uh, we just wanted to clarify, Steph knows that their names are not that. We don't know what their new names are, so if their owners are looking for names, those are options. Also, she said that this addendum should say, I'm not dumb. And y'all, we all know she's not dumb, so we didn't need to put that in there. And so I refuse to. All right, y'all. Let's be yeah,